the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. Uh, playoffs? What are you talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Welcome back to NFL in the Zone. Thanks for coming back for another week. I'm your host, Ryan Watson, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jeremy Wilkes and Jose Ferras. This week, we are covering the NFC least, I mean East, and, uh, you know, not the best division in football, but we got to talk about them. How do we feel about the New York Giants? Jose, I'm going to ask your opinion first. Thoughts on their offseason? Yeah, it seems that the Giants are heading somewhere good but they're still like very early in the rebuilding process they brought in good football minds brian dable uh i think he's a, a good replacement for joe judge who's a was a mess of a head coach i think that they are probably going to build a team that can be competitive in the future but i don't see them doing just right now uh i i mean they they had some interesting um additions in the offseason especially in the draft i i liked bringing in uh Kevin Thibodeau and Evan Neal I think that's a heck of a first round uh going back to back with those two guys and then when they Robinson's a sneaky good pick at wide receiver I really like that too I think they did a good job of like getting some of the pieces they can build around but it's still very early I don't see that team I know that the, their defense has been overachieving in the past like two years or so they have some nice pieces you know uh Ojulari from last year is a good Edge Russia, he played well as a rookie. Uh, their secondary has some in, in, interesting pieces. The safeties are good, Love and McKinney. Leonard Williams is a decent like piece on the defensive line, but at the same time, they have Daniel Jones on the center. You know, they don't have a number one wide receiver. I don't think. Like I know Kenny Galladay is getting the big bucks to be that guy, but he hasn't shown to be that guy last year. He has been struggling in training camp as well. Maybe he picks it up. I don't know. But I, I think that the Giants uh, are going to need some time to get the ship right. But since they play in the NFC least, uh, East, uh, well, I guess we're all doing that. Um, it's just, you know, maybe they have a shot of, like, sneaking into the, the division, just winning. You know, like, it's very unpredictable every time. But uh, I know, well, let's go to my, to my fellow co-host, Jeremy Wilkes, to hear his takes. Honestly, like, this roster, it's such a weird roster from top to bottom. I don't really, like understand what they were trying to do this offseason i like the hiring of brian dable but like daniel jones i'm not sure if he's the real deal we'll get to that a little later on saquon barkley coming off an injury i know he has a lot to prove but he's been injured the past couple years and he's he's had trouble staying healthy so you don't know about that kenny galladay had a really bad year last year when he was healthy even and when and he got hurt too canarius tony was on the ir also throughout the whole year they got all these guys who are kind of band-aids but I like their draft a lot. Like you said, their first round, Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau are really good players, I think. And you got to start somewhere. So building in the trenches is a good uh, strategy for team building. But like their secondary and their linebacking core, I'm not a big fan of. I, don't, I just don't love this team from top to bottom. And Daniel Jones, I mean, he has the tools. Like he's a dual threat. He's pretty fast, like surprisingly fast. And... He's got a decent arm, but like I feel like up here in the head, 
he's just not he's not there and he's not going to evolve into like a top quarterback. The thing I like the most about the Giants offseason is getting rid of Dave Gettleman. That guy was a mess. Last GM, total mess. Just get rid of him. Yeah, it start a lot of these teams like it's just not a very well run organization. And a lot of these teams it starts from the the top. So I agree. I think it was just good to get him out of there and and I don't really know where, where the direction of this team is heading, especially for the short term, like this season. I think the direction for me isn't fantastic because I don't know that Daniel Jones is that guy. I think he's on a really short leash. I think this is a make or break year for him. Um, he's in his, he's going into his third year uh, under center for the Giants, and he hasn't done anything. Do we how do how do we feel about that? Do we, do you guys agree with me in that we think that Daniel Jones is on a short leash and and if so what is he going to have to do to shore up his spot for next season? I I don't know if he's necessarily on a short leash for this year. I think considering that the QB class is so good for next year, like if they have a really bad year and he's not very good this year, they have Tyrod Taylor who's a feasible backup. And he can come in and play instead of Jones, and they could replace him in the offseason. But now, with the Deshaun Watson situation, like Jimmy Garoppolo's available uh, for trade. There, there's some options there via trade. But, I mean, there, this is a great QB class. I think he's got this year to prove himself. And I don't necessarily know what they're going to do with him if he gets off to a slow start this year. What do you think, Jose? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure if he's on Charlotte Lynch for 2022, just because they have, what, Tyler Taylor? Yeah, I mean... I think that the Giants are going to give him every chance to actually prove something just because uh, they don't have anyone else, basically, in 2022. So I, I totally think that they're going to look for, for options next year, maybe via, via trade, you know, like Jimmy G or someone like that. Or probably, like, they will – I mean, when you go from Josh Allen to Daniel Jones as a, as a offensive mind, you're probably going to feel that, right? So Dable will – I would think he he wants a young QB to groom, but I agree with Jeremy when he says that Daniel Jones does have some tools. So I don't know maybe Dable was able to, um, you know, unlock the best version of of Jones. We'll but, see. But let's say Jones has like a decent year this year, and sorry, that offensive line is like bad, really bad, honestly. And let's say he has a decent year. Like, where do you go from there? Do you do you keep him and look? Like, they're probably going to finish near the bottom of the league. They're going to get a high pick. Like, where do you go from there? Do you keep him if he, like, plays decent this year? Or, like, what, what, what's going to keep him on this team for the next – for the formidable future after this season? Like, I does he need to ball out this year? I think he's barreling down towards a uh, career as a backup. That's my take. I think – I don't think he's a, he's a long-term solution to the to problems that the Giants have. And with the QB class coming up that – that is coming up next season there's no reason to not try that market there's no reason to try and not try and get a qb there and maybe even demote jones to your own backup you don't even necessarily have to move off of him but i i don't see a world in which the giants don't test that draft um for for a qb next season but like my question was if he like how well does he need to play this year for him to stay on this team next year are you like locking in right now that they're going to be looking towards another qb next year yeah i am i don't i don't think and and it whether whether it's a commentary on how good jones is as a quarterback i don't think he's in a right situation to succeed and i i think that 
the decision they're going to make at the end of the season is to try and move away from him, whether that's demote him to backup or get him off the team completely. With the O-line that he has and, and the, the injury-prone weapons that he has, uh, his weapons are, are a whole other conversation. I don't think that he's going to succeed in this situation, and, and I think the Giants are going to blame him for it, even if it's not his fault. Yeah, I, I agree with Ryan. He would need a Josh Allen leap for them to actually consider I mean, if he had that kind of life, he would too, stay. He would young. stay. And maybe, like I said, Dable unlocks it. But I totally agree when Ryan said I don't think he's going to – I don't see that leap coming from I him. I agree too. We I already have a, a, a big body of work on him, right? We've seen him for three seasons. He also has injury issues himself. So I don't think he's going to – I think he's going to be a career backup. And you well. look at it. You look at his weapons like Saquon. Saquon can't stay healthy. Tooney, like you said before, can't stay – was on the aisle last year. Um and Galladay being your your number one receiver, I I all credit to Galladay, but he I don't for me personally I don't think he should be a wide receiver one and and maybe maybe he'll he'll prove it, um, but I I don't think Daniel Jones is set up to succeed. They kind of messed that up signing him. They gave him a, a shit ton of money, and for him to be the wide receiver one, and then he, I don't know how many games he played last year, but it couldn't have been more than I can count on one hand. He just wasn't very good. If he's healthy and, like, Tony's showed flashes of what he can do also, so, like, they have potential to be a decent pairing if Daniel Jones is good and Brian Dabble can unlock uh, Daniel Jones. And if Saquon stays healthy, like, his rookie year, he was pretty good. We've seen what Saquon could do, um, but it's all about staying healthy for this team and relying on all these guys who are constantly injured to stay healthy is a big question for and, me. And even at tight end, they got injuries in, in Evan Ingram. Like, he can't stay healthy either. He was on the aisle at one point last even, year, is too. He, is, is he, he on the team? Is he, I don't even think he's on the team, but, yeah. Did he? he? He's gone. He's gone. Like, I don't even – Did he move? Wait, who? Evan Ingram. Is he, he not? Got, yeah, he got – Oh, uh, that's on my the bad. Jackers. Okay, Jags well, now, then yeah. they downgraded tight end, too. Daniel so. Bellinger is their starting tight end. Okay. I don't even know who that is. Exactly. <laughs> so, there's my, there, my point is made for me through my mistake. Um, yeah, I don't think Daniel Jones is set up to succeed, and uh, I think they'll move off of him. Yeah. And I think since they're moving off of Daniel Jones, we should move on to the newly named Washington Commanders. Over um, under? Are we going over? Oh, over under. Right. Sorry, I was uh, I was I got caught up in it. The they are plus eight hundred to win the division. I don't think that's going to happen. And the over under is six and a half. Minus 140 for the over, plus 110 for the under. I'll give you my take right now. They're going under. But, Jose, what do you think? You know what? I know that I we've been, like, ripping them, ta- ripping them apart them. for the, the past 10 minutes or so. But, I, like I said, the NFC East is very unpredictable. And they haven't had a back-to-back division champ since, like, 20 years ago or something. So they have a chance just just from the rear, like sheer randomness of the division. But at the same time, I'm going to take the under as well, just because uh, the talent on the team is very barren. And I, they were the second worst offense in the NFL last year. The You know, only the Houston Texans were below them in yards per game. And adding to that, Daniel Jones is the quarterback that turns the ball over the most in the NFL. And that's always a recipe for losing games. So I'm gonna take the under. I'm I'm on the under too. Like I I keep saying it, but like the direction of this team, I have no idea where they're going, and especially for this season, like the Eagles are a lot better. 
Uh, the Commanders finished last season. Uh, they had a pretty good finish last season, and they acquired an actual quarterback in Carson Wentz, which we'll get to. But, yeah, I, I don't see the Giants having a very good season. No matter whether this division in this conference is, is bad or worse, it's just seven wins seems like it's just not attainable for the Giants. Moving on to the Washington Commanders. Like I said, newly named. My opinion on the new name will stay I'll keep that one close to my chest, but you did talk about their acquisition of Carson Wentz, and rumor has it, just this afternoon, Sam Howell started balling out in the preseason, so how do we feel about their quarterback room and subsequently their offseason? I'm not a huge Wentz guy, to be honest, but like I think he's got the keys to the team right now. Like if he, he's, he played pretty well last year in a kind of similar situation. They have a good offensive line. Their offensive line outperformed expectations last year. And they've got some decent weapons with McLaurin. They've got uh, Dodson and Curtis Samuel. So those guys are are pretty good weapons for him. And they've got a good backfield. I mean, it's not Jonathan Taylor good, but they've got a couple guys back there that can play and change the pace of play. They have a a good running back in um, Antonio Gibson and then a good good, uh, catching back in J.D. McKissick. So I think he's in a good situation to perform well. And Ron Rivera, I wouldn't say he's a great offensive coach, but um, he's a good coach. And teams that have played under him always seem to outperform their expectations. Last year was a weird year, though, with the Chase Young injury and everything, which we'll get to. Also, I think their organization had a lot of distractions, too, with Ron Rivera being in the middle of cancer treatment. Like, I think... They they were they were not set up to succeed last year at all. No, and especially no. with with Ron Rivera's situation as well as the the whole um, renaming and rebranding. I think I think there were a lot of distractions surrounding that franchise. Um, so I think personally they're set up a little bit better than they were last year for sure. Um, how about you, Jose? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, in some ways they got better. Uh, I do love the the Dotson pick in the draft. I think that they have probably the best defensive line in the NFL or up like top five, top three with Young, Payne, Allen, Swat. So good. It's That's a really, very really good, good defensive line. But they lost they lost Brendan Scherf in free agency, uh, their pro bowl guard who's very good. So like their offensive line wasn't, uh, it was okay. It wasn't horrible by any means, but like they are starting Trey Turner who's uh, not a great guard at right guard. Andrew Norwell is okay. I, I think that I don't know I I don't trust Wentz to be like just slicing and dicing from the pocket like he did for the Colts last year with a great offensive line so I think that they are going to be a little worse in that regard but I do think I agree to, uh, completely when Jeremy says that Ron Rivera gets his teams to overperform so I think that the Commanders could uh, be solid defensively like Rivera's teams always are and that could be good enough to to be competitive in the division I do think so but I don't like the new name I don't like the the, the depth chart I don't like Rivera I mean it's not that I don't like Rivera I like him I think he's a decent enough head coach but I don't think he's the kind of guy that's going to like make a miracle out of what they have so I think that the commanders they just seem to me like a very middle, middle of the road kind of team that is going to finish like 7 and 10 or something and we're not even going to like pay that much attention to them during the season. Yeah, I, I like their defense though like a lot. I, I like Chase Young that defensive line like you said is like top 3 top 5 or you you can make an argument but like I like even uh Jamin Davis, the linebacker. 
when they drafted him last year, he was actually my pick to win rookie defensive rookie of the year, which obviously wasn't very good with Mika Parsons playing. But um, yeah, I think he's pretty good. Kendall Fuller is like solid. Uh, Bobby McCain uh, in their secondary, who was on the Dolphins, I thought he was pretty decent when he was there. Like I think their defense could be pretty good this year, and this division like is kind of up for grabs. I mean, not not necessarily like the bottom half these two teams like the commanders and the giants i don't think they're gonna really compete for the division but i still think this division's up for grabs between the eagles and the cowboys which we'll get to but yeah exactly i think there's a gap between the cowboys the eagles and the rest of the division for sure i think i think if you can get the hand the ball into the hands of guys like mclaurin and samuel i think they could definitely make it make an impact um carson takes a long time to get rid of the ball though yeah that's fair and that that's hoping their o-line can hold up and he has time to do that but even if they don't like i hate to say it and i know i'm mr hot take but who's to say that carson wentz doesn't do too well in the first few games and they they try out sam howell a couple games and and see what happens you know you got a rookie quarterback you got to see what he's made of and and if you're in a position where at the beginning of the season where playoff hopes are looking a little bleak why not give him a shot, you know? That, um, that could be interesting. And he has been looking really good in training camp. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's an interesting take. But, like, the beginning of their schedule is, like, I'm looking right now. It's Jacksonville, Detroit, Philadelphia, who's obviously good. But it might take them a little bit to get into the season. Like, their first – they should start off the year with a couple wins right there. Um, well, then I guess it, it, it bodes well for Carson Wentz, right? Because he, sure, he's yeah. lacking – he's de- definitely lacking confidence given given the last couple years that he's had. Um, I – I'm not super high on Wentz, but if he's got a couple easy games and he can pull out a couple wins and set them up well for the rest of the season, then I don't see why they they aren't they couldn't be a dark horse for the division. But they do have to mount the Eagles and the Cowboys, who to me are significantly better. But let, before we get to them, let's talk about the over under of the Washington Commanders seven and a half. The over is minus one twenty five. The unders minus one hundred five plus 500 to win the division. So they're drastically more favored to win the division than the Giants. I personally would say I'd like ah, seven and a half wins is a lot of it's wins. Pr- I think it's team. the perfect number, honestly. I yeah, think it's I the, agree. Like, it's right that's where, tough, like... That's a tough choice. How many did they win last year? Seven? Um, I think so, seven, yeah. I Yeah, I think they you won You know what? I'm going gi- to give them the benefit of the doubt. Less distractions, better quarterback, both starting and backup i'm gonna give them and chase young's coming back from injury i'm gonna get the i'm gonna hit the over also something to take into account is this division gets the benefit of uh the easiest schedules in the right. league like they're near the bottom in terms of uh, uh strength of schedule based off last year's record like all three out of the four teams are like the bottom three and i think the commanders are there uh seven and a half i'm gonna lean towards the under i definitely would not make a bet on this one and you're going to hear that a lot in this podcast. But the commanders, there's a lot of questions I have there with their weapons, with Carson Wentz, with the offensive line. Um, Chase Young, is he going to come back and be the guy that he was in his rookie season? I think, he, I think he's going to have a Nick Bosick-type comeback. I think. I, I, think he, I agree. I think he's going to be good. But is that going to result in eight wins for this team? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's tough. I, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm going to lean towards the under, but I wouldn't be surprised if they won eight 
nine games or whatever. Mr. Commitment Issues, this is a tough one, so I can't imagine the struggles you're having over there. <laughs> I, I'm a new man now. I'm gonna, Are you? Yeah, take the under. I'm going to take the under. I, I don't like the, the, the commanders, like I said. I, I think they're not that good of a you're team. You're not taking command? <laughs> not I feel like we should be writing these down and have a like a postseason review of who got what right. I I can I bet yeah, you if I, I went through each team I'd remember what both of you guys said about them. We can we can I mean. But yeah, let's do it. But let's I'm I, yeah I'm gonna go with the under even though like again I could see that defense pushing them to eight wins. They won only seven games last year. I don't think they got market markedly better. Chase Young though is gonna be a huge. It's like a, it's like adding a, a free agent. But at the same time the division got a lot better as well. The Cowboys. The best team didn't get a lot better. And Wentz, like, he lost to the Jaguars last time we saw him with the playoffs on the line. Are we trusting that guy? He played pretty well last year, but, yeah, I see where you're coming from. He holds the ball on for a long time, and um, that offensive line outperformed their expectations last year, so that maybe they play a little worse this year. I don't know. But, yeah, I, no, no though, commitment maybe. issues this week. I'm smashing the under here. I think I'm taking over as the commitment issue guy. Okay, so I seem to be the only one that has some semblance of hope for the Commanders. In their way to get the at over that I'm predicting, the Philadelphia Eagles, um, who acquired quite quite a quite a wide receiver in AJ Brown, didn't know. I don't think anybody saw that one coming. How do we feel about the Eagles and what they did this offseason? I love it. I love it. I'm gonna take the lead here with the Eagles because I. Absolutely love love what they did. This I'm smelling season. it over here. Uh, I think that the <laughs> Eagles, uh, one of my favorite off seasons. They got AJ Brown, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, absolutely great trade for a team that is in a point that they can compete right now. They have AJ Brown to pair up with Devonta Smith, who reportedly just came back today from injury in training camp and has been tearing it up. Uh, their offensive line is always really, really good. One of the best in the league. I love Jalen Hurts. I think he's really good. I think people sleep on him. I think he's way better than he gets credit for. I know their, their defense has some pieces, like aging pieces, like Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. I know they're a little on the older side. Even Darius Lay is not that young. Um, but I, I, I honestly, I just think that they have all the pieces they need to compete. And like I said, no one repeats in the division. The Cowboys last year, I know we're going to talk about them. And... I know that some Cowboys fans are going to be upset with me, but I, I think that the Eagles are poised to make a run here. What do you think, Jeremy? I I hate to do it again, but I agree with what you're saying. I think they had like an A-plus offseason. Like this was the best offseason out of any team in the NFL. They added to the receiving core, which pretty much only had Devontae Smith last year. Their offensive line is already arguably the best in the league. With Jason Kelsey, who's a four-time pro bowler, uh, Dickerson and Lane Johnson, all those guys. And then their defensive line, like you said, is aging. But, like, in the trenches, this team is elite on both sides. And then they picked up Kaiser White and Hassan Reddick at linebacker, which was a, a, a big positional need for them. And they drafted the Kobe Dean. Dean. right? Yeah. They had Jordan Davis to that defensive line. Like, they have some old guys on the defensive line, but they're ready to, for the future with Jordan Davis there. So, and Darius Slay at cornerback. I am James so Bradley. excited to watch Jordan Davis play. Yeah, he's, he's am, a beast. He's I am a fucking so beast. excited. Training camp footage has got me hyped on Jordan Davis. Yeah, he has been bullying people all around, and he bullied the Jets as well. I, I, Who doesn't bully the Jets, though? The Jets bully the Jets. <laughs> you guys bullied the Jets. That's that's what you do. Like I, it, Jeremy had his Dolphins plug. Let me have my, my Jets plug here. Come on. 
my apologies my apologies Jalen Hurts too I love Jalen Hurts like, I th- <laughs> like yeah I think he's like, I think he's I think he's underrated um he's a good leader and he's he's he wins and and the AJ Brown thing it's gonna open up the field for Devontae Smith who had 900 plus yards last year in his rookie year I like, think that that wide receiver tandem is good very insane like I I, I think <laughs> I think <laughs> Jeremy's got to calm down a little bit with the <laughs> with the swearing but I, I I mean it's warranted that that wide receiver core is is stellar and assuming everybody can stay healthy that's the biggest question right is, is health and that that goes for every team um but with Jalen Hurts I think the wide receivers can open up the field and then Jalen Hurts can just run the ball Th- yeah exactly. I think I think because that that, because, line because those wide receivers are so good and that offensive line is so good. I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Hurts leads the league in quarterback rush yards. Yeah, like last year the Eagles led the league in rushing yards per game. So I mean, all they need is a better passing production now. That's why, why not run? Right? You got the best offensive line. You got like any running back can run behind that offensive line if you have a good, and, a decent. Scheme. And with those, and with those wide receivers, like the linebackers are will be forced to pay attention to them. And then that o- I think that opens up the field for for their running game. And we're not for even sure. talking about their tight end, like Dallas Goddard. He's I think a top ten tight end in the league. Like he's another weapon that to add to that offense. Like I can't say enough good things about yeah, the I Eagles. Think, yeah. I think I think the Eagles. Uh, I, I wonder what we're taking. Eagles are good. <laughs> Credit credit to Nick Sirianni too. I'll be honest. When he was hired last year, I did not think he was gonna be a good hire. He was a little on the crazy side. Had some Adam Gaze feelings with his eyes and his weird press conferences. But the guy has been doing a great job, like setting the Eagles up to succeed. Well, Adam Gaze wasn't good for the Jets. He took the Dolphins to playoffs. So <laughs> my hero. What, what can I say? <laughs> last time you guys made the playoffs, right? 2017, yeah, yeah, that was the last time we already talked about that one. Where <laughs> yeah, we lost by fucking a thousand. Every time, we can, every time we can plug out on gaze, we're gonna do that. Yeah. I think I think the only weak spot for me on the Eagles is is their running backs. Um, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell. But I'm if not, any I'm not position, super high on them, but I think the the team around them will will make it so that they look pretty good. If there's any position to be kind of weak. Like that's the one you want, right? You can find a running back like on the streets. I don't think that uh, Sanders game Sanders on Scott. It's, it's a decent trio. Like it's not that bad. And they also healthy. have a good backup QB, right? Gardner Minshew is a decent b- backup QB. So oh, I forgot about him. What the hell of a stash? An <laughs> unbelievable stash as well. Exactly. So I, uh, I mean, I, I think, I think I could speak for all of us in, in hammering the over on this one. At least for me, nine and a half. The overs one minus one thirty five, under plus one oh five, plus one sixty five to win the division. I got I gotta go with the over for sure. I'm locking in the over as well. That's a lock for me, by the way. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm locking all. the over and I would not be afraid to put some bucks into the Eagles to win the division. I think that's a good bet. But that's what I was gonna ask next, like whether you think they're gonna win the division, but I didn't want to give away what we're gonna say about the Cowboys. But at they're, nine and a half, did they not win ten games last year? They the yes Eagles. they they won ten and lost seven. Why did their over under start at eight and a half this year? It's moved up to nine and a half. Why was it eight and a half? They had an amazing off season. Like who? I don't understand. The division it, got maybe, worse. Maybe it was because Devontae was hurt. But is that that that's not gonna really? Uh, I don't think that affects the win total. Like with AJ Brown being there, like yeah, I don't know. The Cowboys got worse, right? They did. And the Giants and Commanders oh, yeah. are. Behind them, like they won't. They the won't. Not, no, last year they won nine games. They went okay. nine and eight. So that's that's 
pretty much where like Vegas standing with them but because last year schedule, last year they did schedule. have an easy schedule yeah really. and this year they do too they're like at the bottom of the league in in terms of strength of schedule if i'm not mistaken i think that the eagles beat like zero playoff teams last year like during the regular season who so. was the team in this division that got like destroyed by the cowboys twice was that was that the eagles uh would have to get back to you on that i'm not quite remember. Either way, they're not the Cowboys are not destroying the Eagles by any stretch this season. That's my that's my take because one team got better, one team got worse, and that team that got worse is the Cowboys. How badly did they get worse? What did they do wrong in the offseason to make it so that we think the Eagles are gonna win the division? This is the question that like I have for this division is like obviously the Eagles got better. The Cowboys won this division last year. How much worse did they get, and how much better did the Eagles get? Like, are the Eagles – like, why aren't the Eagles the favorite to win this division? Didn't like, I, isn't that what I just asked? No, 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 but I'm saying – Oh, you're – okay. I'm saying, like, why are they not? Like, I'm I'm wondering why they're not – Like, Oh, you think you think Vegas is on something right now? Is that what you're trying to get yeah, at? You, yeah. think, you think Vegas has been partying too much that they're making, when they're making the odds? I mean, I'm, I'm no odds maker, but – like the Eagles are the best team in this division, in my opinion. The, the what does Vegas know that we don't? That's the question. <laughs> well, the Cowboys did have the best offense in the NFL last year in yards per game. That's and Austin points per game. Okay, but is Mika? You're expecting and Mika wasn't Dak, Parsons was Dak to hurt? The, was Dak hurt last season or was that the season before? The season, season before. before. No, oh, okay. he played well last year. And like Micah Parsons is one of the best defenders in the NFL as well. Is he gonna? Is he gonna be as good? Like he's not. I don't think he's gonna be as involved. He's not playing two positions this year. They're, they're bringing him in at, like he's the linebacker he's not playing defensive end that's like crazy that he was able to do that last year but I think he's going to solely play linebacker this year and I don't think his numbers are going to be as good as they were last year which is tough obviously because they were amazing but I don't know is Trayvon Diggs as good as people think I mean I think he's very overrated because he gets cooked half the time but I think if he figures it out and takes care of his risk management he's not obviously going to get as many picks but he's going to be a better overall corner so i don't know i'm i don't know what the cowboys really did this offseason and i say switch him to wide receiver if he can catch the ball that well he used to he obviously he to. can't defend he used to play wide receiver and they lost amari cooper so they got to fill a hole somewhere and for so, all and cedric wilson i yeah uh, fins. there and and personally for me, their loss of Amari Cooper is music to my ears because he came to the Browns. But how do we think that the loss of Amari Cooper is going to affect this team? Um, breaking up that handle between Prescott and Cooper is, is a big choice to make for Jerry Jones. Do we think it was the right one? Um, I Cooper has been playing like through injury for the past three years or so, so that's uh, we don't know the extent of his injuries right so that's a big deal in like making a decision whether it was good or not to trade him i think that the cowboys probably know more than we do if he's healthy in cleveland and playing well of course uh he, he'll be missed in um in dallas i'm not just like cd lamb's gonna have to step up and be the number one guy i, I saw some someone talking about lamb being like the number three guy in terms of like young wide receivers coming up behind like Jefferson and Chase I'm not so sure like I think Lamb hasn't shown as much as those two guys but I don't know who we would put next to them Gallup's a decent 
like secondary like second piece. Is Jill he starting Tolbert. the season, Gallup, or is he back? I, I think he's out for. I'm not. I'm not sure how long he's gonna be out, but that's another thing. He he's has out. been struggling with injuries as well. Uh, even even Lamb has been like uh, had some hiccups. So they drafted Jalen Tolbert. That could help take off some of the pressure. Dalton Schultz is a really good tight end as well, so so that's helpful. They ha- still have a, a pretty decent offensive line. It's a. De- I think what concerns me about the Cowboys is the defense. I think the Eagles have a much better defense than the Cowboys. I mean, I th- I know that the offense is going to be good, and one of the reasons they they put that many yards is because they have to keep catching up, right? Uh, because they they allow a lot of points. We saw that like opening game last year against the Bucks. Dak Prescott kept trying really to, to yeah. Looked he really kept good. trying to to come back in the game, and the defense kept allowing Tom Brady to go up and up and down the field. So, I don't know. I think that the defense is not as good. That said, I'm not saying that the Cowboys are gonna be like an afterthought in uh, during the season. I think that they're actually gonna be a wild card contender. But I just think that the Eagles are, are a little bit better. I'm not. I don't know. And also, like like I said, no teams repeat as champions in the NFC. So, yeah, I think. Dak, Dak's good. I think Dak's a good, really good quarterback. CD, when he's healthy, I'm I'm on the opposite side. I think he's really good. But uh, other than that, they don't really have too many options. And then Zeke and Tony Pollard, that backfield, it's like it's I don't know what's going on there. I think Tony Pollard should get more of an opportunity. Uh, Zeke, he needs to t- he needs to c- play the way he was early on, earlier on in his career, or I could see him like not being a starting running it's back. Conf- that backfield is confusing because it, on paper it should be stellar. It should be a very good duo, and they're not. And they're not. They're not. And the offensive line's good. Like it's always been good since Zeke's gotten there. So Zeke there's no play, excuse. Zeke played through injury last year as well. People are saying that he's gonna play better. I mean, he's aging as well for a running back right but he was injured last season so we'll yeah see. but everyone everyone's gonna play better i <laughs> feel like everyone in the cowboys is injured at some point like last year they they should take a look at their training staff or something because <laughs> yeah if, like all of their star players seem to have like a hiccup or, or something zeke's gotta stop eating on cereal yeah he's <laughs> gotta stop problem. Eating. he's been munching too much what about the defensive line didn't they lose uh, a big piece on their defensive line I think they lost someone big. I think you went to Denver. Uh, what's his face? <laughs> Here we go. Can't All right, whatever. Imp- can't well, have been that important if you can't find yeah, him. Yeah, it was a big Dallas. contract, I remember. And Malik Hooker, they added him, who's a good piece on their secondary. Uh, J-Ron Curse, another a good piece in their secondary. Like, their secondary is good if Trayvon Diggs kind of tones it back and is better with his risk management. Oh, you mean Randy Gregory? Yeah. Uh, but Randy Gregory, like he's always been suspended. He got banked, though, didn't he? Uh, yeah, five years, 70 million, I think. Kay. Like, the guy's always getting suspended, though. Like, that's a lot of money for a guy that can't stay on the field. Good good piece, though. I mean, yeah, yeah I agree. It, See it, the Vontez Burfitt of the Dallas Cowboys? He's he's always suspended. He is. But they added, like, Anthony Barr to their linebacking core. Leighton Vanderash is pretty he's consistent. He's washed. Anthony Barr is, is yeah, he's washed. <laughs> like I saw, I saw, I saw a highlight the other day. Like that, it was like Anthony Barr's first practice, and he was getting cooked by a random running back. Didn't they sign? Back. Didn't they sign Everson Griffin too? No, no, no. Who did, no. Where did he go? Everson Griffin. I'm not sure where he went to, but he they, he didn't go to the Cowboys. Everson Griffin, did he leave? Yeah, oh, no, he's a free he, agent. He's, he's a free, a free agent. agent. Yeah, he he d- he hasn't signed anywhere. Yeah, he hasn't signed anywhere. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about this defense though. Like you, um, the defensive line has a lot of players that I'm not really too sure about. And then 
And Anthony Barr is getting a little older. Van Der Esch is getting older. Mika Parsons is like, I don't know, <laughs> what does he have to do gonna, to like? It's gonna be a one-man show. It's literally gonna be a one-man show. This guy's running around the field, <laughs> forcing fumbles, tackling people. Put him like, on the offensive side of the ball too. But put him in the backfield. Honestly, yeah. Shohei Otani of the NFL. Yeah. But I can I can see why um, Ryan thought that Everson Griffin was playing for the Cowboys because he's also one of those guys that has like some off the field issues and. Cow- the there's a the photo. There's to a, collect those. Is things. this not a photo of him in a Cowboys jersey? No. Probably some Photoshop stuff. Photo of him in a Cowboys jersey. That's probably some. Somebody's messing with me. Yeah, Somebody's messing with me. But uh, oh, they got Dante Fowler, right? Who's a little washed up too. But I mean, that could help the pass rush. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got all these guys that are kind of old and. Fowler's not even old. He's just he never never panned out like we thought he would, right? Isn't he old? Isn't he like high 20s, low 30s? He's probably 28. All right. All August right. 16, 2020, Everson Griffin signed a one-year contract with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, I'm not crazy. He did play for the Cowboys. 2020, yeah. Yeah. So okay. I didn't even know he played for them at any point. So There you go. Get schooled, son. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the over-under of for the Cowboys. They are favorites to win the division, which, as I'm sure you can tell, is – somewhat questionable according to our experts let's see let's see what it looks like over plus 105 under minus 135 10 and a half games the thing is i'm i've been talking a lot of smack about them but i still think they're like jose said they're going to compete for a playoff spot and i think they're going to get a playoff spot like they're still a playoff team i just don't know if they should be the favorites to win this division I'm going to go with the under, I guess. I have to go with the under. I think they're going to win 10 games this year, so I'm going to go with that. And I think the Eagles probably win 11 games. Yeah, I'm going to go under here as well. Um, it's kind of tough, honestly. It's a tough I, one. Yeah, yeah, because like Jeremy said, they are a playoff team. I uh, I do think that, especially because I do think that Micah Parsons is going to eventually play as a night for He's going to come out of the edge again at some point just because, like, he generated so much pressure, right? So there's no reason for him to not man that position for – especially if they're struggling to generate any kind of, like, pass rush. Trevon Diggs, again, the guy is very polarizing. I don't love him. He allows way too many big plays. I don't think that's a winning recipe. Again, But you can tone that back with the right coaching and the right technique. Like, he's just got to be a lot smarter. Like, you're not a receiver anymore. You're a cornerback. You need to be smarter and not take as many risks. And well, he just he gives up too much space because he's trying to jump the passes all the time. Exactly. Like, he's not sticking to his guy. So, like you're, if you fix that. Your inter- interception numbers are going to go down, and that's fine. Like, whatever. It's the same thing that happened with Xavier Howard. That one year he had, like, 10 picks. Last year he had, like, five picks, and he was just a different different cornerback. Honestly, like, if, you get, if you get zero as a cornerback, if you get zero picks but no targets, I think that's better than the picks. Yeah, like Jalen Ramsey doesn't put up the crazy pick numbers, but he's just locked down. Like they never throw, they never throw to the receiver he's covering because exactly, he's just yeah. on top of them. A, yeah. good, a good cornerback, you never even notice because the ball never goes his direction, right? But the thing is, uh, in my opinion, like you said, I you're spot on when you say a good coach can fix that. Do you think that Mike McCarthy, and not only in regards to Diggs, do you think that he's the right coach for the Cowboys? 
Well, definitely not in regards to Diggs because he's like an offensive coach. No, no, but I mean, but overall, do you think he's the guy to actually get that team to overperform in every single way? Because I know no. it's not on the head coach to micromanage every unit, especially, like you said, a guy who comes from a, an offensive background. But do you think he has the right staff in place? Well, Dan Quinn is a really good defensive coordinator, so he could maybe help um, Diggs take that next step. But, but he was there last year, and they're all, they're, like, their defense was not very good last year, and their defense got worse, like, personnel-wise this year. So, like, I'm, I'm a little concerned with that defense. And do I think Mike McCarthy is the guy that can take them to a Super Bowl or take them over the top? No, I, I don't. Like, forget about that play that happened in the divisional game. I just don't think he's a great coach. He's, he's a good offensive coach, but the situation-wise, like, situation-wise, he's not a good coach. We've seen that with Green Bay, and we've seen that in Dallas early on. And it's like, you got to learn from your mistakes – and it, it seems like he just doesn't learn from his mistakes. So if you had to pick a division winner for the NFC East, who we take in? Mm. I know you guys – see, the thing is, is, like, I know you guys were super hype on the Eagles just because they did have such a stellar offseason and, and on the surface not super hyped about the Cowboys. But just because a team has – a good offseason doesn't necessarily put them above the reigning division 100%. champions. 100%. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, here's the thing with the Cowboys. Like, they allowed a lot of yards last year, the defense, but since they had so many turnovers, I, it didn't look that bad because in points per game, they were like sixth or seventh, I think, in points per game. Like the offense seventh. was good. No, but no, but I mean, good. in points per games allowed, they were seventh. So oh. that's because of all the turnovers, right? But if Diggs is not able to come away with uh, 10, 12 interceptions, whatever, like... Are they gonna like allow six thousand yards like they did last year? And how many points is that gonna translate to? So I I think that I, I think that the, in my opinion the Eagles are gonna win the division. I think well the one thing I'm I'm if Zeke and Pollard are a lot better. I mean Pollard was pretty good for what he what he did last year. But if they play well, like if they can control the clock a little bit and play better situational football, then that offense is gonna be good and it's gonna help out the defense. So. I just think, I don't know, I'm not going to blame it on the coaching, but their their defense isn't very good, and they don't have a defensive coach, and their offense seems to play bad situational football sometimes. Okay, so here's a question for you. At the top of the show we were talking about is, um, is Daniel Jones on a short leash? I'm going to pose the same question to you guys, but for Mike McCarthy, do we think that he's kind of – on the ropes here. yes yes i'm gonna jump you then yes because sean payton's just waiting for his call like exactly everyone yeah. says that, that jerry jones wants to hire sean payton they would actually have to trade with the saints right to do that but sean payton retired but i, I totally think that mike mccarthy is on a short leash especially if, if Pay payton is actually willing to take that job the thing is that yeah i think he's on a short leash they have their first two games are against tampa bay and cincinnati so those are two difficult games games right out of the gate and then their next two games are against the giants and the commanders so if they start off one and three or zero oh and four like they should pull the trigger and and get rid of them like oh wow wow working. that's a little drastic i mean they did oh just win the division oh and four you think they're gonna go four games you think you're gonna go oh and four if two of your first games are the giants and the commanders no but i'm saying if they go one and even one and three I mean, maybe it's I a think, little early. No, I don't think it's that short of a leash. No, 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 no that's early. But if you're losing to the with the Commanders and the Giants, it's cause for it's concern cause for, for concern. sure. And then their next two games are the Rams and Eagles, both on the road. Like, 
I don't know. I don't know when. I say Maybe. if you're, I I say if you're below below 500 coming into that sixth game, week six or week six or whatever it is after the Eagles game, then you seriously have to consider getting. You, I agree. Mic. Yeah, you have to consider it. I, I I'll I'll push it back. I'll say after week six against the Eagles, that's like the earliest I could see him being fired. Because then it's still salvageable. Like it would be tough, but I think it would the season would still be salvageable. Oh yeah. Especially in this division. Now, to me, it's only like I don't think I, I don't see him getting fired mid-season. Uh, my I only think he's on a short leash because of Sean Payton. Otherwise, I think he would get a, a longer leash. I I mean, he did just win the division with the best offense in the NFL last year, so I'm. I don't but know. that's the thing. Like the expectation is that they win the division again, and if they get off to a really bad start, considering recency bias, that that the last time we saw them, they made that crucial error in the divisional game. The, the QB sneak with 15 seconds left. I mean, I'm not going to blame it all on him, but he contributed to that. If he was prepared and the team was prepared, they wouldn't have done that. But I, I'm just saying yeah, an early start. I guess, but Jerry Jones doesn't fire guys mid-late. That's, that's why I w- I'm not – I wouldn't – Jerry I, Jones is the next head coach. Isn't it? He's going to be the head coach, the GM, and the owner by the end of the season. Yeah. I, yeah. No, he, he does wait a long time to, like, get rid of his guys. And he once he picks a guy, like, he commits them. Like as long as you possibly can, but like if I'm saying if I was the GM of the Cowboys or the owner, or whatever, I would look. If we're two and four after six games or one and five, like we gotta we gotta look for a new voice. I think I think though it does have to be said that them being under 500 after those six games is a long shot. I don't think like I think they got three divisional games. The only one they should maybe lose is against the Eagles. Um, and then you never know what could happen in any of those games. But just to recap, you got, Jose, you got who for the division? Eagles. Eagles. Jeremy? As much as I've been talking about the Eagles and how good they are, like, I think it's going to be a lot closer than I'm saying. Like, it sounds like oh, I'm so towards the Eagles, so on the Eagles, but I'm going to go with the Eagles slightly over the Cowboys. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm a big fan of the uh, underdog, even though the Eagles aren't that much of an underdog. I. I gotta side with you. We need to have a noise when we all agree. We need to have like a, like a some sort of graphic or noise that celebrates the fact that we all agree. There you have it. That is our decision for the NFC East. Join us next week for the NFC West where we will be talking about that division there. Um, Jeremy, thanks. Josette, thanks. And uh, we will see you guys next week. This has been NFL in the Zone.